Yo, crew members, what a big. What's going on, everybody? It's great to be back. It's always great to be back in the studio. <laughs> it's still becoming like a, like a new normal for me almost, even though we spent all this time down here and then we just took three months off and... It was well, not three months off, but three well, months no, out of here. But yeah, dude, it, trust me, I I hated staring at a screen instead of staring directly at you. Know I mean, at you talking to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just got tired of transferring files and all that stuff. It was just yeah. So, let me do all the work, right? Like, like <laughs> I'm the talent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, seriously, I, I wouldn't argue with that. I'm, I, I'm I still kidding. consider myself more of a producer than a talent. But. I'm a, no, no, no. You're you wear many hats. You wear many hats. Well, I got a big head. <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of do too. I think, like for my size, I got kind of a. <laughs> Just started off completely off the. Oh, I, I love kinda, it. I got kind of a melon. But anyway, <clears throat> this is going to be an important episode for us that we've talked about having for a while, and it's great that it lines up when it does, because being Pride Month, we are now going to cover LGBTQ representation of video games, which is again something we've wanted to do for a while. Now I know that you know what I mean this is when this when this airs is going to be towards the end of you know what I mean June so at the end of Pride Month but I do want to say you know what I mean Happy Pride Month to you know what I mean all of our all of our listeners you know what I mean that uh, and even people who don't listen just anybody yeah anybody anybody who celebrates yep hell yeah now now granted this episode would have been out already but we were actually going to do this episode last week but both of us had a crazy week I think myself even more so than you and just. Yeah. For different reasons, had a had a crazy week, and this wasn't an episode that we wanted to come in ill prepared. Nah, yeah, you're right. So I don't like to come in ill prepared at all. Nah. So an episode like this, I, I didn't want to mess anything up. Nah. So I just want to go ahead and just lay it out real quick. For the most part, we're not going to use the um, you know what I mean LGBTQ? The acronym. Yeah, the acronym. I can, I can think of acronym. I <laughs> thought it was the right word, but then I stopped. We're myself. just not going to use the antagonist. No, that, that's not it. <laughs> no, so we're just going to go ahead and just basically just say queer, just to go ahead and just kind of just give a nice little blanket uh, word all across the spectrum. Yeah, so, I mean, in certain notes I have, I'm probably going to still end up saying LGBTQ just because they're in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> and in what I have. And it's funny because that's actually one of the things I did research on. I'm like, okay, what is the proper way of doing this to make sure that we get everybody under the same umbrella but not go ahead and discriminate by saying this that or the other so yeah sometimes some people hear certain words and they think that you're coming out of pocket and you're like coming at it from with, with malice and that is so not us no it's not <laughs> so I, I mean me personally i mean i have i mean people in my family that are i mean gay i have people in my family who are trans so i don't have hate in my heart for anyone other than assholes to be honest with you so, <laughs> so what we got man so we'll start this thing off with a little bit of history so Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender LGBT characters have been depicted in video games since the 1980s. Now, they've been few and far between. They kind of have been almost non-existent for a long time, reflecting the overall, like, hetero direction of all the video games. Yeah. Now, there has been a trend lately towards greater representation, but they're a little more frequently identified in, like, secondary material, comic books, you know, stuff like that. So... Sam Greer, who works for Games Radar, poured through thousands of titles. Shout out to that guy because he did a lot of the legwork here <laughs> that we get to report on. And through 2018, I believe it would be a couple. It would be some more now, I would imagine. Yeah. And found 179 games with LGBTQ representation. Of those 179, only 83 have queer characters who are playable, and of those, only eight are a main character who's pre-written as queer as opposed to them like being queer as an option yeah. like for you to choose so for the most part <clears throat> like we already know that you mean most most games you mean you deal mostly with you mean the 
I mean, the white male under normal circumstances. I mean, sometimes you deal with the white female, and then you have people of color as well. I mean, as as the playable characters, or even the main characters. And then, obviously, you have games that don't give a fuck, and they just go straight aliens and all sorts of just weird shit, which I love also. Yeah. Uh, I mean, before doing this research, to my knowledge, there hadn't been a character that you couldn't create as, you know, as a queer character. And for me, like without having done the research and it's not like I've played every video game, so I'm sure they have been out there, but like my first introduction to that would have been a mass effect game where you were able to have, you know, to romance your same sex. That was, that was new to me. I hadn't seen that in video games yet. Yeah. For me personally, I'm sure like there, obviously from the information that we have, there have been stuff before, but now for me, like, the first one that I've seen, I mean, just basically just cater to whatever flavor you want to run with, was Sims. I mean, because Sims was just like, like, I mean, I, we were talking before we cut the mics on. Sims was basically just pansexual, just whatever you want it to be. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's who they are. You know I mean, they are just, you make them, well, look, in a game, you make, sometimes you make people attracted to other people. That's kind of just how the, some games work. So you have an attraction towards whoever. It didn't matter, man, woman, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so going, you know, just going like briefly decade by decade, it, it was the 80s that characters that can be argued as identifying as queer were rarely rarely shown in like non-stereotypical context, and they were often the object of jokes. It wasn't until the 90s, um, or sorry, it was in the 90s that more often than not Japanese games continued to use the stereotypical queer characters that did not by any means reflect the actual diversity of the community. You know what I mean? But more efforts were made to actually make more characters. And now where we're at now in, in 2020, like I said, we're up to around, you know, the, the upper hundreds in games and, you know, 83 playable. And again, this was as of 2018. So I would assume that it would, it would now be at the least nine characters because we know the last of us two, Ellie. Ellie. So, you know, it's, it's still, in my opinion, f- way underrepresented. Oh, extremely. Way underrepresented. Extremely. It's nice to see them getting with the times and trending. And there, and there's, we'll we'll go over some games that have been a little more so at the forefront of that. One being a game Wes loves to talk about. So this is perfect. <laughs> and we'll also go over some of the most badass queer characters in video games. Yeah. Some that maybe you didn't. Some I sure as shit didn't even know. Yeah, when I was talking with you uh, before we cut the mics on, I told you about one you you did. You had I was no like, idea. This is cool as hell. <laughs> but yeah, so um, if you want to take if you want to take that game that I was talking about, one of the games that's at the forefront now. Well, I actually want to go ahead and just start with start. The, yeah, go yeah, for yeah, it. So from my from what I was able to go ahead and try to find uh, with the research I had, the first game that I found that had a a player that was playable, you know what I mean, that was uh, queer, was uh, Final Fight Revenge. The game came out in 1999, and the player is Poison. So when the game first came out, uh, <clears throat> the American playtesters that were working for Capcom, uh, they had a little bit of an issue with um, hitting females in video games. So in order to get around that, they just, you know I mean, uh, they, you I mean, they said that... Uh, <clears throat> I do apologize. So while Akira Yasuda, oh, Yasuda, who was the creator of Poison, mm. pointed out that the characters had already been made into trans women, believing this would be an acceptable compromise, 
poisoned and then her um her palette uh palette changed uh person Roxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so just different colors. Uh were replaced with regular male punks named Billy and Sid in the uh English localizations of the game, which is actually kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you just they just went ahead and said, "Okay, so we're not even going to fucking deal with this." But that was one of the first games at least from what I was able to find that actually had uh, representation. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you wish a character was made just because you felt like it was the right thing to do, not you just make a character this way to avoid something else that you don't want. Yeah, because... yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, all right, now we've gotten there so we can take it forward like we're yeah, supposed so, to. Yeah, so, like, the biggest thing about it, you know I mean, for a lot of people that were... You mean with the game coming out was that mm, I don't want to hit women. Now you think about it now with you know I mean these fighting games like because Final Fight is essentially turned into Street Fighter. You know I mean it's you know I mean they're they're I'll they're beat both... the dog shit out of Chun Li son. <laughs> they're both you know I mean, they're, both, they're both part of the same thing. You know I mean especially being Capcom. Uh, but I mean the first even remote saying of somebody being homosexual was actually in a text adventure from 1995 called The Orion. Oh, the Orion conspiracy. And uh, <clears throat> the player took on a role of a father searching for his missing son and incidentally, uh, through his investigation, met his son's boyfriend, into which then he learned that his son was actually gay. Hmm. He didn't even know it beforehand. And for the most part, like uh, like the U.S., and I'm not, even, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about Europe, but the U.S. was very like, we don't want anything that has to do with you know, any of this type of stuff. You know what I mean? Not, I mean, nothing with any any type of queer representation. Yes. In Japan, the I mean, the characters were still stereotypical, but they were seen more in the Japanese games. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Now, obviously, the way the world works, introducing more queer characters did not go without its fair share of criticism. But the you know the good part is is that. Wow! Like now that homosexuality is becoming more normalized in culture, it's translating as it should. You know what I mean? It's translating into movies and into video games and into comics and 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 whatnot. Um, there was actually a 2006 survey exploring gay gamers. Was the first academic study of any gamer group uh, with about 10,000 respondents. The survey exhibited a reverse bell curve of gamer sexuality, with most people identifying as either completely hetero or homo. Hmm. sexual uh a 2009 academic paper explored the cultural production of lgbt lgbt jesus <laughs> lgbt i'm i suck with letters of lgbt representation in video games and found that factors that would lead to a significant increase in lgbt content included the present uh the presence of motivated producers in the industry like ones who either already were a member of that community yeah uh or new people a member of that community how the audience for a text or medium is constructed, like what the backlash would be from that community itself and communities against them, um, as well as worried about you know what they would do to cens- uh, censorship and ratings. Um, you know, how I mean, the, the industry is funded. You also got to think like about that. like certain countries. I mean, they just. I mean, they have at least in their minds no time for anything that's not hetero. You know what I mean? So, you know I mean, so like certain things in movies, you know what I mean, are completely axed out. Yeah. You know, you know I mean, in like certain countries. I, I'm not entirely sure where. I just know that, <clears throat> I mean, at least in, in the U.S., you know I mean, we, ha- we at least see the representation as little as it is. You know I mean, at least we get to see it. Yeah. Now, 
there have been now we can move on to what we were saying we, there have been games that are starting to come you know at the forefront of normalizing as it should be normalizing the queer community because you know they're gamers are gamers people are people yeah you know absolutely I mean? like there's none that should be excluded from anything but none other than gearbox and borderlands one of wes's favorite probably his favorite franchise i would imagine at this point right? i think yeah, it's i, I think it's well i mean it's it's at the forefront of, of what i currently do so yeah that's so. <laughs> too shy. i mean do you I would have to say so do you want to take this one or yeah so <clears throat> do you fitting. have the do you have the name of the um of the they brought in a new writer in borderlands 2 and this is where this is where everything really started kicking off with well um with their queer representation because he's actually bisexual and he really wanted to go ahead and make the story reflect a, I mean cuz apparently he's done this in other games that he's um that he's written for but uh <clears throat> yeah Borderlands An- there Anthony Birch yes there yes. you go thank you there are a fuck ton <laughs> of um uh, of representation in Borderlands it, look once again inclusivity i love the thought of it you know what i mean it's it's a great thing it's how it should be so like mad moxie you know i mean she's by tiny tina which is one of the best NPCs. She's the greatest. One Just... of the best NPCs that has ever been in a game. Period. Yeah, she's incredible. I mean, she's a lesbian. Uh, Axton, who was a playable character in Borderlands Two, is bisexual. Um, you have Sir Hammerlock, which he has a huge role to play, and he has his own DLC, uh, all about getting married to um to Wainwright Jacobs in Borderlands Three, and that's super cool. <clears throat> oh, dude, I love it. That's loved super it. cool. Yeah, like instead of having rings. They had Jacob's guns. At, I mean, that that they that they exchanged. I just thought that was really really uh, like, funny. Like it's it's one thing in games to just have you know to just write in representation for a certain community, but it's super cool to have like a full mission dedicated to yeah. it. Like that's dope. So here's another one that was confirmed in an interview with Gearbox that I don't know how many people actually know. Mister Torque is bisexual really yes the explosions guy himself yes wow uh you have maya which was my my favorite character to play in borderlands 2 i mean she's asexual which asexual is somebody who essentially doesn't have a sexual attraction to anybody yeah i mean man woman trans either way um but yeah dude when it comes down to like uh borderlands i mean besides a lot of like ancillary character i mean mean, stuff that you people you wouldn't even know the names of like those are like the main big ones and it's just it was just so cool to go ahead and actually, I mean, see that representation in that game. And like I said, dude, having that full, like, it is a full DLC that is actually a really fun DLC. I think it was like a love and something, guns, love, and tentacles. That's what it is. It's it's really <clears throat> great to see a company that puts what they feel is right in front of fear of you know the what backlash they think they might get or the sales they think they may not get yeah. from people who don't believe in you know now another cool one that i saw that isn't borderlands but um <clears throat> divinity has a bunch of pansexual and bisexual people oh god yeah in the game oh, I, god, like, yeah. I mean divinity is a very small you know I mean you know I mean the the company that made them uh larian larian Sears. it was yeah. a kickstarter very very small company and you know, very I mean, small company still having that representation game. but like a uh, dragon age was another one yeah huge representation in the world um but i mean i digress when it comes down to just i mean the games that i know i mean i think a big one for you would probably be, like you said before mass effect yeah mass effect 
Yeah, because it gave you, like, it was my first time being given the option, should I choose to, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, shit, I now can truly be myself if I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's great. But, I and, mean, and again, I'm not saying that that was the first, that's just the first I mean, that they, I would have come across. Not to mention they made it cool to where that the, I mean, you could be either a male or female as Commander Shepard. Yeah. You mean, number one. And then women it, can command ships too. Well, no, it's not that, but it's the fact that I mean the dialogue basically never changed. Yeah, I mean I thought that was really cool. I mean that made me think about you I mean when I was playing uh, Alien Isolation, like uh, Ripley. You know what I mean? The character still going to Weaver pit, uh, plays. Yeah, it was written for a man. Yeah, you know what I mean it was all intense purposes to be a male for that part. She killed it with the uh, you know with the audition, and they didn't change a single thing in her dialogue. And I, I mean, like that's that one is completely off the rails, neither here nor there. But I just thought that was a really cool um, piece of information. Yeah. So I do have a list here of some of the characters that are members of the LGBTQ community. Some that blew my mind, and you know, just some little stories behind them that you know that are really cool to hear. Now, let's go. One of the games that's been taking over the world lately has been Overwatch. Overwatch oh, is everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Tracer, Lena Oxton, Tracer from Overwatch. Um, when a comic book dove into the backstories of, a, of all the characters in Overwatch that came out in December, it showed that she had a girlfriend. And this is one of the coolest things that I've seen. Blizzard, in an interview, told Entertainment Weekly from the beginning that they wanted to create a universe of Overwatch to feel welcoming and inclusive and to reflect the diversity of all their players around the world. Love it. That's that's what Love you want. It. That's what yeah. you want. That's enough to get behind any studio. Well, I mean, any gaming studio. Dude, that's what it is. It's like, yo, everybody plays games. It doesn't matter. Young, old, you know what I mean, straight, you know what I mean, queer. It it, it it truly does not matter. You know what I mean, race, doesn't matter. We all play games. We all love playing games. So why not have that? Yeah. Now, this is just doing damn near a complete 180, but <laughs> Birdo. Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> Birdo. Y'all know that stupid bird that's spitting them eggs at you for your entire childhood. That bird. That's right. The magenta creature found in many of Super Mario Bros. titles boasts the honor of being the video game world's first transgender character. In 1988, Super Mario Brothers 2, the egg-spitting beast gets described as a boy who thinks he's a girl. In the Japanese version of uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, a description of the character called Catherine in all the Japanese releases states that she appears to be Yoshi's girlfriend, but is actually his boyfriend. So, pronoun, sensi uh, pronoun and sensitivity aside, the character has represented a major part of the Mario pantheon of characters for nearly three decades now, and so that's a transgender character. And then that would also make Yoshi queer. Yeah, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to figure out, by Shit. the way, is how you go from Birdo to Catherine. <laughs> That's a hell of a jump. That's a hell of a jump. In yeah. English, it's a hell of a jump. I don't know what it would be in any other language. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if you have ever played Tekken in Tekken 6, Leo. Leo in Tekken 6, who first, uh, yeah, he appeared in 2009. Many wondered if he was the franchise's first transgender character, partly because of, you know, stuff he would wear and the ability to use items that either a male or female could equip. So it got the... Okay. You know, it got yeah. the wheels a turning. Uh, a full name would later be revealed as Eleanor Cleason, seeming to confirm a birth gender, but the character's appearance remains deeply androgynous and debates continue today as to the character's sexual identity. So it's up in the air. They, some feel like they know, they don't know. Um, 
you already went and touched on poison. Yes. Which, yeah. Um, again, that was what I said. That was uh, that was final fight, and that was their way of getting around, you know, violence depictions of violence against women. But I mean, fuck it, they got there. <laughs> now, have you ever heard of a uh, Chrono Trigger? We actually talked about it before. Did we? Uh, Super Nintendo, great RPG. Always goes down as one of like the top five greatest games in the history of Super Nintendo. Okay. Um, I never had a Super Nintendo. Yeah, there's a character Flea, uh, gender fluid character Flea, appeared in in 1995 in Chrono Trigger, making clear to players that gender identity is, you know, is is a fluid thing. And what has been described as the greatest pro-trans dialogue in gaming history, Flea says, male or female, what difference does it make? Power is beautiful and I've got the power. Hmm. This is back in 95. That is, dude, that's, that's fucking legit. That is beautiful. I that love is deep. That. that is powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shit, that might be my mantra now. You ain't going to you ain't going to hear me. I'm I'm trying to find some other ones that people, you know, that people would actually actually know cuz there there are there are plenty more, but I'm looking at some of the ones that you know are a little more well known. Uh you actually brought up Dragon Age Inquisition, uh Krem and Dragon Age Inquisition introduced a major character named Kren, born the daughter of a tailor. Krem joined the military and hid his birth gender for years before coming out as transgender in one of the most unapologetic storylines in gaming. Best of all, de- developers say the game is selling fine despite any concerns about dismissal by the hyper-masculine gamer world. So, it's also great that not only are we seeing these characters, but they're being received as they should be. Yes, absolutely. Like, the last thing you want to see is pushback from stupid people you know, that are still have their brains all wrapped up one way. Uh, here's one I didn't know. I don't know how I didn't know. Maybe you did. Um, Caden from Mass Effect 3. Um, trying to remember who Caden is. One of the most stunningly progressive moves in Bioware came with Mass Effect 3, where the main protagonist could choose to start a same-sex romance with the existing character of Caden. While the Sentinel could always become a love interest for a female Shepard in the first Mass Effect game, the chance to hook up a male Shepard and a presumably bisexual Caden entered the gameplay later. Um, but, you know, they went with it. Huh. Also, we touched on Ellie. Yes. Now, granted, I don't believe you knew uh, you knew that she was gay in the first Last of Us. I mean, she was, I think she was like 13 or 14 year old, years old in the first one. I don't even know that they planned on that yet. That's kind of just something okay, that unfolded. Okay, so I think they did because, they did. Uh, I think that, because, like, I watched um, What's Your Spaghetti Policy. Uh, they do a stream of Last of Us because Jacob is playing it for the first run. And there are certain things that happen in, you I mean, in, in, a f- in a few of the scenes to where, like, you see her, like, I mean, looking at a magazine of, like, I mean, a, a nude male magazine. And she looks at it and goes, basically says, Nothing for me. You yeah, know, like, I mean, I mean, there are, foreshadowing. I mean, there are things that she says and things that she does in the game to go ahead and kind of, I mean, during those personable moments, that kind of lean you thinking that okay, maybe she's not straight. Now, how much GTA have you played? Did you play GTA Four? Oh God, yeah. Do you remember Gay Tony? Yeah. There's there's another one who had his own his his own uh, DLC that came out, The Ballad of Gay Tony. Yep. Now. Of course, Rockstar and Grand Theft Auto is not always the place you're going to want to look for like the most flattering depiction d- depictions of certain people. But that's a game where you know what you're getting going in. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. But I mean, even you had, uh, you had Gay Tony. I mean, even um, in uh, five, 
You know I mean, one of the main characters, one of the three main characters is bisexual. Yeah. Trevor. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Um, Streets of Rage. Did you ever play Streets of Rage? I never another, did. Another side scroller beat him up. Yeah. I I know of it just because people have been talking crazy about it because the Streets of Rage 4 is on the Game Pass. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this, is, this is kind of funny. Ash, a village people derived boss from Streets of Rage 3. Just take that one in right away. Wow. How they, many bosses have you seen some, someone get from the village people? Yeah, I was about to say, they, they took that real quick, huh? Yep. He appeared in the Asian version of this 1994 release, but was censored from the American versions when the title was released for Sega Genesis. But kids with a game genie soon figured out how to unlock this fabulous villain and revel in the stereotypical madness while humming YMCA. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, it is what it is. Beating the shit out of somebody. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm. Yep. Now, <laughs> speaking of Rockstar, because I just brought up GTA, I don't know if you ever played Bully. It's actually quite fun. I know of the game. I've never actually It's actually it. quite fun. Now, the main character, Jimmy Hopkins, gave people across the political spectrum reason to cry foul about his behavior. The left could hate that this game let you greet schoolyard violence with more, sco- more schoolyard more, violence. More school- <laughs> with more schoolyard violence. <laughs> The right could despise that the protagonist could earn an achievement that was called Over the Rainbow for Kissing 20 Boys. <laughs> so, I mean, they put they put it in there. We spoke about Mass Effect, Liar to Sony. Yes. So, you know, she... um, So fabulously gay-friendly, as they put it. <laughs> I love Liar. She was one of my favorite characters in that game. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to think... Yeah, she was the main scientist in, in 3, right? I thought she was two. She was blue. Wasn't she two? Or was she three? She was blue with like, I mean, kind of... No, no, no. no I, yeah, no. You're right in who she is. I'm just okay. saying. I'm, I just, right, I'm I just, just making sure you, I'm right with what I'm I thinking. Just didn't have the, I just didn't know if you had the game wrong. But, um, yeah, so there's some badass characters that are members of the LGBTQ community and one can only hope that, you know, that's just going to keep moving forward. Well, I mean, that's what, I mean... That's what we want. I mean, we once again, as we've said, we on this podcast have said a million times over, people are people. I want, I want, I want badass queer characters. I want badass white characters. I want badass black characters. I want it badass women characters. I want, you know what I mean? Gaming is for everybody. Everything's for everybody. I just posted the other day because it's, again, because it's, you know, it's it's Pride Month and I, and the Flyers, my ride or die, put out their you know, their flyers emblem that was all yep. like rainbow colored and dude, dangle snipes and sellies are for everyone, baby. <laughs> for Hell everyone. yeah. But it's cool to see the representation grow and it, it's cool to, while, you know, while maybe it's, it still isn't at the point yet where it truly, you know, reflects the community as much as it, like it's come leaps and bounds. Yeah. No, it's, it's not where it needs to be, but we're definitely, we're heading there. We're heading in the right direction and and I mean, we're making all the right strides. Think about this. There's a very real possibility, I would imagine, that Last of Us Two gets nominated for Game of the Year. The main protagonist is a lesbian. Yeah. Or is she bi- was she bisexual? I haven't played the game yet. So uh, I'm not sure. Either I way, she either she's, way she's. I believe she's lesbian, but I'm sure Alex will tell me. Either way, she's a member of that community. Yeah. So how cool would that be to finally like to see a game win Game of the Year that's led. By a badass protagonist who's from the LGBTQ. Yes, absolutely. That's dope as fuck. And I mean, once again, it just keeps on pushing the right message of it don't matter. 
if the story is what it needs to be, it doesn't matter who you I mean. It, it, it doesn't matter who the protagonist is. Yeah, like or be, who who or who they who they go for. So what? Love who you want to love. I said, dude, you hear me say it all the time. Assholes are my thing. Love who you want to love. Don't be an asshole. That's yeah, all pretty I simple. care. That's it's all I care about. It's pretty fucking simple. Just I, don't I be said an this even when we were talking about all you know all the stuff that's going on in the news now. Like I fuck with everybody as long as you're not a douchebag. If you're not a douchebag, you're not an asshole. I love you. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, keep it simple. But, I'm cool with that. Absolutely, but yeah, that's you know again, this is another one of those episodes that could run that could have run way longer, but. For the sake of everyone having to hear our voices for too long, <laughs> we try to deliver Knock it, it down. Some. We try to deliver it as concise as possible. Yeah. Plus, I think our what are we playing is going to be a little longer than normal. Because I know it, for it you, will. I know for you, it's. You I mean we have a little addition. It to will it, be so. longer. But yeah, you want to hop into some <clears throat> some news? All right. So let's do it. Let's go into some news. <laughs> All right, so I I only have one real big story, and it has to do with The Last of Us Part Two. So there have been, I mean, everybody's been wondering it because I know people that have already finished the game, mm-hmm. and I mean, they, from what I've heard, it's been it, it, it's a great game. I mean, everything looks amazing. Certain things about the game might make people a little uneasy, but the game being over, it's over. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what they're saying. You know what I mean? At Naughty Dog, there there is nothing right now. That is saying that they're going to have any DLCs for the game. Did they have any for the first one? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I I literally played the game when it first came out and beat it right away. I haven't played it like since the remaster came out. So that's a long time. Okay, that's a few years. And does Naughty Dog normally not do DLCs? That because that was another question I've I had. Ne- in my I've head. I've never seen a DLC in an Uncharted game. I have yet to see DLCs for Crash Bandicoot games. I I, I don't know. I, I, granted, I'm you know talking about an entire video game company and I'm putting them into three games, which I'm sure they have more. So I, I don't know. <clears throat> but Ding! I uh, I don't believe so. But I I don't necessarily you know I feel like DLCs are more generally more geared towards you know like true RPG. Now, the yeah. one thing I do know that they're doing with uh, Last of Us 2 is that they are going to get a multiplayer aspect into it. And that's happening, uh, I think, that might be a little more towards the end of this year, beginning of next now, year. Now, that is normal because they do have that in Uncharted. And okay. So, that you know that has been normalized. But I don't, necessar- I don't necessarily dislike that. I mean, I know we're in like a very, very... I want the most I can get for my money, so you know, hit me up with it. You know, I'll, I'll get the season pass. Give me a, shove as many DLCs down my throat well, see, as you can. And that's the thing, man. They they didn't do but, anything about a season pass. I mean, you didn't hear anything about. But that I don't necessarily shit. dislike it. It's almost like a great movie. Like this, this is what you get from start to finish. We're gonna make it as great as possible, and when it's over, it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's like you go to see a movie. We're gonna try to give you an hour and a half to three hours of the greatest movie you've ever seen, and then when it's over, it's over. We may <laughs> give you a sequel. We may not. <laughs> but if we don't. Then you know, and sometimes you know where we're better ends. off not giving you one. <laughs> There's so, many, so movies. many cases that so should. So many movies. There, yeah, so should've many. Never had a sequel. Yeah, but there's so many games that shouldn't have had a sequel, <laughs> in my opinion. True. That's a fact. Actually, that could be another cool topic. Like <laughs> video game sequels that shouldn't have been. Yeah. Or game sequels that just weren't as good as. I mean, look, it had to be something that we played, but for sure. Yeah. 
But I mean, but, uh, doing that would actually be fucking badass. But yeah, that's all I really have with news. All I ever, um, I know I have seen that. I mean, IGN has been fucking around with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 on next gen console and Marvel Avengers on next gen. Ooh, that's what it was again. So <laughs> ooh, ooh. So I, I was off work Wednesday and um, I watched the uh, the War Table, which was uh, <clears throat> was with uh, Square Enix's uh drop of campaign play and gameplay of the uh, Marvel's Avengers game. Which is going to be tough for me because who you going to... Is that game for both consoles? For all consoles? Yes. What you getting it for? Because Anthony and I are getting it. We only got PlayStations. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't remember whether, whether it's whether there was talk about it being cross tra- When does that drop again? They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. Look it up. Look it up because I got other stuff to go ahead and talk about. But uh, it left me unsatisfied. Wanting more? It left me unsatisfied, and I'll explain why. The frame rate that they had it going in. I mean, look, they were streaming it, so obviously you got to look at. I mean, you got to look at that aspect of it. Everything's gonna be dumbed down. Yeah, and it just. But it was just. It was skippy, dude. Like it just. It didn't look right. Yeah, I mean, like. I mean, you had Thor swinging his hammer around, and then like when you see him call the lightning, you know what I mean, to hit the enemy, it it just it didn't. I mean, everything kind of happening was was more like, you know what I mean, glitchy. And I can't imagine that that won't change by the time the game releases. Because the game comes out, I think in a few months, honestly. That which is plenty of time if they have the bulk of their game done to clean things up. Um, I mean, look, I mean, you get some badass characters to play as. You get Black Widow. You get uh, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk. And then a new one that a lot, I mean, that's pretty awesome in this one is also you get to play as uh, Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel, who is a Pakistani American teenager, you know what I mean, who, who is an inhuman. Yeah. She has the ability of what's called embiggening, which is basically just stretching herself. I mean, she basically does what Mr. Fantastic does, but. With her arms. But, well, her well, whole everything. body, actually. Yeah, with yeah. everything. I know. I play Marvel Strike Force. She slaps the shit out of people. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, she fucks shit up. Yeah. But, uh, it was like a. Dude, it was like an hour and a half thing to watch or something like that. And what they're doing with how the campaign works, like, I mean, you can, certain missions will get you, I mean, it'll get you like certain uh, like outfits. I mean, so you can get like their classic like MCU outfits, you can get their classic comic book outfits, shit like that. So that part looked kind of cool. Uh, the enemies looked kind of cool. I mean, you saw like the beginning versions of Modoc. I mean, in that game was actually pretty neat. And then you saw, uh, a much different looking version of Abomination that I've that I've seen um, within recent history. So that was actually pretty neat too. But yeah, dude, they got to clean some shit up, major. Like I haven't had a chance to watch it in 4K yet, even if that's even a possibility. I'm sure they will. Now you're 100% positive that this wasn't like on your end, like the video skipping around. Look, man, or it was a feed skipping. Around? It was a live feed coming from IGN. Oh, it could have been a yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it, Look, we after the PlayStation Four. I mean, we went ahead. We we sat down here. I mean, the man cave and watched all the videos in four K. And I, mean, I a tremendous difference. Yes, I haven't had a chance to watch any of these. I mean, I mean any of this War Room in four K. Like I said, even if it's there, I gotta look to see if it's even there. Yeah. When we come back next week, or we can talk about it next time we're here. Yeah, next time we're here. Yeah, I mean, then I'll go ahead, then I'll say something about it because I I have no issue going ahead saying I'm wrong. <laughs> but right now, you just feel like you need a little more. But right now, I, 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 dude, I definitely need some more from this game to go ahead and make me actually want to buy it. 
Yeah. There's so much going on right now. There's so much out right now for me to go ahead and play. Why? Why should I? Even being a, a, such a huge comic book fan as I am, why yeah. should I buy this game again? You know what I mean? As well. Yeah. So, that's what I got in news. I, I almost feel like you should go first this time because I actually have more. You do this have time. more. Like, I have a lot more than you'd think. Okay. Well, I got to do something with this thing. So, and with my voice sounding the way it is, it's going to be a little difficult because I'm, I'm a little raspy right now. If I did it, I'd crack all over the place. Oh. What's your point? Oh, man. We should definitely make what you do it. What are one. you playing? Okay, share. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe? <laughs> Oh, man. Terrible. All right. So, Andy. Actually, I kind of like how my voice sounds. Why are you saying so, Andy? I'm not going first. (laughs) Doesn't matter. So, me. (laughs) We are going to tell everybody all around the world what I am playing. And Andy, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, my shit's pretty simple. Uh, there was a new DLC that dropped for Borderlands 3. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Gasp. Yeah, I know. Uh, we did Freaky Friday, and I died a few times in that. Making my way through, actually, like, legit saw my first Xenomorph, and fucking hell, that was scary. And then you were <laughs> you were making fun of me about the way I was kind of just running around, because I, I forgot that these motherfuckers can give me hear the steps. I just, I just don't think about that shit sometimes. He'll be all right now. Yeah, he'll be all right now. But it, it was, <laughs> it was uh, it was funny. As soon as you saw it, I was like, I looked, I looked right at him. I was like, he's probably got like five minutes left in him. <laughs> There's no way he's gonna keep going tonight. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I made it to a save point. You oh, know what I mean, man, there's like a hundred of them. <laughs> well, he got plus, the same. I was like, ah, this looks like a good place to stop. <laughs> I didn't know how much farther I was going to but get in, in you, giving 10 minutes. So you, like, you progressed the story further. So. I feel like I did pretty good with giving where I was. I mean, I finally got a gun that I'm not going to use. You got your little tracker? Yeah, I got my tracker, which, which doesn't even track synths, which I fu- thought was a little weird. It's only for the Xenomorph. Okay. Well, I yeah, believe. Well, I believe it's it only did, for the Xenomorph. She did say that it was modified. Something. She looked at it and went, it looks like it's modified for something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's basically like, uh, I started playing Pokemon shield again, just kind of messing around with it. You me trying to help, you know I mean, you out. Cause obviously you're going to dive in a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm a simple bitch, man. I don't do much. <laughs> I, I hey. keep, I, I keep it the way it's supposed to be. Keep it simple, stupid. Hell yeah. So, uh, what about you, man? What you got? Man, I go from nothing to everything. <laughs> so let's start with where I left off before, which was. I was in the middle of my brutal run on Uncharted 3 because I wanted to platinum out that game so I can put them to bed forever. As much as I love them, I would put them to bed forever. So I even uh, even streamed a little bit of that just to show how that annoying. Fun. That was fun to watch. Of, cor- it, of course it was it because cracked. I was about to have a freaking heart attack. Oh, my God, dude, it cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> that part where I was climbing up the wall and had to use the... How many times did I die? 30? 40? <laughs> I told you. I, sh- I It's crazy. Like, I shot... You got to see everything. I shocked myself with how I ran through that first part in like the like not the sandstorm, but like that when they you know when they ambushed me. Yeah, and you, I yeah, marked you everybody. Said, you were like you were like yeah, I'm I'm gonna die here. I'm gonna die like four or five times here at Cause, least. Yeah, because they come from everywhere. Murdered that, yep. no problem. And then Even what with I tell the hand-to-hand combat. 
Yeah, murdered him. No problem. Get to this part where I got to climb up this ship and you have to shoot from like undercover. It was one of those moments where I said it took me probably a half hour to move 10 feet. <laughs> like, yeah, that one, that one was wild. And then when you, I mean, you progress pretty good in that spot and then you die and you just start all the way back. Yeah. It was just like, fuck. Oh, man. So uh, the very next day I finished, I finished the game out on Brutal. That was a nightmare. And I was like, cool. Everything else now is so easy because the only two achievements I have left, I can do at the same time. It's cre it's finishing a speed run in less than four and a half hours and completing a speed run as Donut Drake. So I was like, cool, I'll just complete a speed run as Donut Drake in less than four and a half hours, knock them both out. There you go. Um, I'm excited. Never answered text, by the way. I fucked because I did it already. I forgot about that. But here's the thing. Now here's the thing. I... The way Donut Drake works is as soon as you can hit the start button and put the skin on is when you have to do it. So I, you know, I put the skin on as Donut Drake got, you know, ran through. I had about now I was on, I was like three, four, maybe five chapters left. And the next day, Anthony wanted to play some chill. So all right, cool. So I saved, you know, went, played some chill, you know, came back to the next day. Started doing my speed run, finished it out with, I finished it out with probably like 45 minutes to spare or something, which is funny because everything I'm doing, because Alex has played it, mm -hmm. I keep seeing my numbers match up against his in certain speed runs. Like uh, I yeah, see yeah, when yeah, he yeah. finished first, when I finished and which was fun, fun to see. But so I finished the nice game. Nice little with, competitive aspect. So I get to the very, I like I said, I finished like 45 minutes to spare, but from where I was the day before to that day, you know, I, I had done like three missions and I'm like 10 minutes from the end. And I'm realizing that I'm not Donut Drake anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'd played the game so many times, I was just used to seeing Drake normally, so it didn't even register. Yeah. So real quick, I threw the skin back on, hoping to get lucky, finished the game, got my achievement for finishing less than four and a half hours, did not get the achievement for Donut Drake, which my cousin heard so many four-letter words in about a 30-second span. Because I was so pissed. I was like... I thought I was getting ready to be able to put this game to bed forever, and now I need to invest another three and a half hours into this thing, which I did because I'm stubborn. Did it, got the achievement. So now the Uncharted 3 Nathan Drake collection is forever gone. Great games, love them, never have the desire or need to touch them ever again. So I started Uncharted 4. Um, I just started a little bit from, you know, from the beginning. It's it's been great so far. It's been, cool. It's been great so far. It dives even like where Uncharted 3 dove into your childhood a bit as far as like when you first met Sully, this one started off even further with you like in the orphanage that you came from. Okay. So it started way early on. Uh, the controls are better. It's nice having the HDR option to turn on. Everything looks better. The, the, the story's been great. I got about an hour and a half into that, went upstairs, was talking with the wife about, you know, now that things are slowly starting to go back to normal when we can have our next, you know, family dinner, game night type thing. So mm -hmm. she was like, you know, why don't we get out of the house, go somewhere, get some, you know, get something for that we can do for, you know, our next game night. She was like, why don't we go to Best Buy? I was like, want to go to Best Buy for that? She was like, yeah, we can see if we can get something that everyone can play for the Switch. You can see if The Last of Us Part 2 is there and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know the odds of that because I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Yep. Went to Best Buy, picked up Mario Kart 8 <laughs> for the Switch, picked up Pokemon Sword for the Switch. Yeah, boy. And picked up Last of Us Part 2. Nice. Got all of them. We also picked up, 
because it was only $10. Now I understand why. We also picked up the little wheel that like the Joy-Con clicks into for Mario Kart. Ah, uh, okay. It doesn't work like you think it would. We don't use them. I don't even use the wheel for the Wii when I play against my daughter. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. It just wasn't working right. wasn't wasn't a fan. But so we also started playing Mario Kart Eight. She waxed my ass the first night. <laughs> and let everybody know. And let everybody know on Facebook because you know that's what she does. And um, <laughs> told her I was like, you don't know what you just did because you have now guaranteed that you're getting roasted from here on out. Which I did roast that ass the next time. But, um, so I've been playing that. That's been fun. That's like just something else for everyone to, you know, mess around with when we have, when we have game night or whatever, yep. you know, eat some food, curse at each other, stuff like that. I started, I got Last of Us Part 2 downloaded. Haven't touched it yet because I know if as badly as I want to play that, if I do that right now, it'll take me another five years to do Uncharted 4. So I've started it and so let me finish it. I'm not going to worry about platinuming it before I do Last of Us Part 2. I'm just going to beat the game and that's it. And then I'm going to go... Okay, to Last so of Us Part 2. So here's my question. Are you going to stream any, any, Last any of us, anything La that you have going right now? Last of Us Part 2 I will stream. Uh, anything I have going now, probably not because I'm jumping so much back and forth in between Uncharted 4, Mario Kart 8 with the wife, Pokemon Sword that like, well, you I don't want to just keep having like a 20 minute stream here and there because well, I jump back and forth. I'm so just much. saying you wouldn't be able to stream Switch games anyway. You need a capture card for that. I know, but my point being like I yeah. sometimes I, you know, I sit down with the intention of playing Uncharted 4. I play it for like a half hour and then i you know i play something else so i don't want to just have some weird inconsistent streams but um i've been playing the bulk of my playing and watching has been pokemon sword now nice i'm, I'm hooked been getting to watch the wife play she's, it's a fun game dude she's way further than i am but i do my i catch everything i can on my way to where i gotta go even if i gotta stay in an area for hours i'll stay but uh yeah that's what i've been playing so i go from doing the same shit over and over again playing the same damn game to now i've got what i'm playing uncharted 4 and pokemon sword mario kart 8 and soon to be last of us part 2 so i got a lot on my plate right now i'm trying to like i'm trying to do this the right way you know what i mean beautiful but love it yeah so i got a lot going on but that's it all right sweet yeah, so before before we let Anthony take us out, let's go ahead and ask everybody to please uh, give us a five-star review, comment on Apple Podcast and Podchaser, um, help move us up on the um, on the charts and everything else like that. Uh, yeah, what he said, I also just wanted to thank everyone again for a second because we just realized that we hit 500 followers. Did I do that backwards? I just realized that, huh? Yes, you did. Yeah. As Wes was talking, I tried to give him the hand signals for 5,000, but I think I just gave him 005, and he was just like, is fucking James Bond Very coming out of the game? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we hit our 500th follower on Twitter, which just another milestone down just makes us love even more that we have people that enjoy what we put out and we would want to keep doing it and yeah and from being the one that manages that part of the of the uh crew universe yeah there is everybody all types of people that you know I mean you know I mean that fall into that and you know I mean just you know I mean just keeping with like you know I mean the whole topic that we've had for today yeah you know I mean you know I mean lgbtq so i just want to go ahead and just say to everybody that follows us from first follower which might have actually been you <laughs> probably <laughs> to follower 503 that as of right now that we have thank you we love y'all we appreciate you guys checking us out following us on twitter and listening so until then wash your hands and as always game on game on y'all
Hey yo! What's up, crew members and crewpies? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be Console Gaming Crew, and our Twitter handle is at Console Crew. Uh, again, feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com there's always updated information there uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff uh, and as always game on